This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hello, everybody. It's uh, 8 past 12. Chad Hartman, Dave Harrigan, Susie with the news here until 3. And a guest right from the start who uh, made news yesterday, conversation here on WCCO Radio and throughout the metro area. Here's part of what the mayor of Minneapolis, Jacob Fry, had to say yesterday at the annual meeting of the Minneapolis Downtown Council. But what this study clearly showed is that when people who have the ability to come downtown to an office don't, when they stay home, sitting on their couch with their nasty cat blanket diddling on their laptop, if they do that for a few months, you become a loser. It's a study. We're not losers, are we? Adam Dunnick, are you a loser? Steve Silton, are you a loser? PJ, Sandra, are we? Li- no, we're winners. We're winners. We're resilient, we are tough, we're strong, we're innovative, we rise to the challenge. We get knocked down seven times and we get back up eight. That is who we are as a city. And by the way, that's who we are as a downtown. Jacob Fry is with us. Are you chatting with us right now while you're holding on to your nasty cat blanket? Of course I am, Chad. I've got my own nasty cat blanket. i got uh, two cats, but, you know, maybe we should start encouraging everybody to bring their nasty cat blanket into work because that's what I'm advocating for here. Uh, Obviously, we can get into this. Uh, The story I told, the study that I talked about was a joke. Uh, It was about a non-existent study talking about non-existent people in the study coming to a conclusion that would be ridiculous in any serious study i was joking that's it and you know it's you could hear yeah you could hear some of the laughter in the background seemingly jokes now are almost impossible in politics uh which is sad which is ridiculous to be honest if you had to do it again, would you just pass? You know, I, I thought about this in my head a few times, and it wasn't a scripted speech. Uh, and, you know, you can either have authenticity or occasionally you say something like a joke that is taken the wrong way by people on social media. You really can't have both. 
Um, you know, it, it, the frustrating part is that uh, both people and some media sources ran with this notion that I was actually calling people losers, which, of course, I would never do. Why would I do that? I mean, these are people I care about. These are my friends, my family, my constituents. I was making a joke about a non-existent study. I mean, imagine a study that came to the conclusion that people who sat on their couch for three months became a loser. It's a ridiculous conclusion. It's a joke. I mean, seriously, we we got to stop operating in this world where we're all just taking everything so unbelievably seriously. We can't just laugh a little bit. I'll tell you, people in the room were fine with it. Uh, they were, you know, laughing. I don't think it was necessarily like a boom of laughter or anything. And so maybe I can improve my timing. Um, but uh, clearly I was not uh, trying to be malicious here. So I, I've been honest about it. I'll mention it again. 99% of the time last year, I was in downtown Minneapolis at uh, uh, WCCO. I'm working remote right now. Okay, I am Uh, for a couple months. I'm actually out in California. Okay, so I have to be totally honest about that or else there'd be fraudulent transparency. But I have also uh, talked about how I want more people to work downtown. Now, I'm lucky that occasionally and this is a longer stretch, so it's more than occasionally I get the opportunity to work remote because of this job. Do you think some people? who have heard your frustration before about wanting people to go downtown, at least with some regularity, I think ideally for you to be on a regular basis, maybe lost the line of the joke because this is a point that you've made frequently over the last year plus. Maybe, and it's not the first joke that I've made about this. In my State of the City address, uh, you know, I claimed credit for the concept of Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, uh, saying that people needed to come in to work on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and that's important for the revitalization of downtown. Now, I don't think I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. I didn't actually create Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays, uh, and there's not actually a study that comes to the conclusion that people who sit on their couch with a cat blanket for three straight months or, or losers. It's, it's, it's not true. It's a joke. Uh, and, you know, sometimes you just got to add a little bit of humor to stuff. I mean, like I said, I've got my own cat blanket. I got two cats myself. That's probably where that terminology came from. Cause I was thinking, I mean, about, you need to change you know, your, your Twitter, couch, yeah. your Twitter handle right now to nasty cat blanket. Right. I mean, you need I, to get, I, this I, well, maybe, maybe this is the recipe for success here. I'll start giving out nasty cat blankets. In work, and everybody will start coming downtown again. Maybe that's the recipe. And, well, if, and just to be clear, come, for yeah. everybody out there, that was also a joke. Yeah. But who well, knows? Maybe the former promotional idea. Yeah. The former governor, Jesse Ventura, who would joke a lot more than you, would frequently say, joke, 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 afterwards. So maybe, maybe that is where we're at. Okay. Uh, we're sitting here early February. Uh, we have a conversation in... Middle August, Uh, how confident are you that more people will start coming downtown on a regular basis? And what specifically do you think you as a mayor can do to incentivize that? 
So I am confident that more people will be coming downtown in August than they are now, simply because more people are coming downtown most every consecutive week. Now, will it be one big burst and we're suddenly lit up with the numbers that we saw pre-pandemic? No. So I'm not going to be able to give you like a particular percentage as to how many more people are coming in. That would be impossible. Uh, But I do believe that people are recognizing the value of seeing other people. I mean, I do have concerns. Well, the thing I said yesterday was, of course, a joke. I do have concerns about people's mental health when they're isolated for long periods of time, whether they're sitting on their couch or they're anywhere else without other people. You know, you do lose half a step in terms of your ability or, or comfort in engaging in public when you haven't done it in a while. My wife and I were talking about this. It, it, you know, remember that first event that you went to post-pandemic? It was kind of mm-hmm. weird. Yep. And, you know, you, you didn't quite have that same hop in your step or, or clever conversation beyond the weather. You know, And so, like, yeah, you do lose half a step. And if people are doing that for a long period of time, yes, there is an impact. And it's not just economic. There's an impact to people, and I believe that. I am a proponent of in-person work, unabashedly so. I think that it creates culture. I think that it, it, it helps to have better ideas because you're interacting with people constantly. Um, I'm, I'm someone that, that does get energy off of being with other people. Some people aren't. I get that. Uh, so, But, yeah, this, I do think that it's something that we need to consider, and I think more and more companies are recognizing that, too. The city council with a major decision today about the conflict between Hamas and Israel. If I take a short break and I keep you a little bit longer, we can talk about that. You got it. Okay. We'll talk to the mayor about what the city council did after his veto. That's coming up in moments. You always can react. Anything you'd want to offer up through a text, send it right now. 651-461. Nine two two six. The uh, mayor of Minneapolis, Jacob Fry, is with us. Like all our guests, Jacob is on the uh, John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline earlier this morning. As you know, sir, the uh, Minneapolis City Council, they overrode your uh, veto from the previous week on another city, in this case, Minneapolis, offering up a resolution calling for a ceasefire. You had said earlier. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. 
post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Earlier that you could support a basic statement supporting the ceasefire and the creation of independent Palestinian state but you felt like this went dramatically too far. In, in what area did it go dramatically too far, and were you in any way surprised by what happened this morning? So you're right, Chad. I support a ceasefire, and there were so many examples from around the country as to how to set up a ceasefire resolution in a unifying way. It wasn't divisive, that didn't erase the histories of some communities while holding up the histories of others. And I encourage people to read it because not all ceasefire resolutions are the same. Most every one of the ceasefire resolutions from around the country, I, I probably would have signed on to uh, or at least not vetoed. Uh, this one was not that. Uh, it chooses whose stories to include and whose to, to denigrate and I just can't get on board with that. Um, and you, I think you wanted to know specifically. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, what for parts? Example, so, for example, there's a paragraph, first or second paragraph in, and it says, uh, for context. And then it goes on to provide context that is, uh, for the most part, true, but it is a context that is entirely one-sided, and it reduces the state of Israel to one of, displacement and occupation look there was displacement that occurred you know as as a jew i think we got to recognize that and own that and and as a jew the state of israel was not set up by colonizers it was set up and founded by refugees people that were facing religious and ethnic persecution in a number of different countries, people who were orphans whose entire families got slaughtered in the Holocaust. Uh, And I think that's the story of so many Jews in Minneapolis and around the world where, I mean, my family, for the most part, is fairly small because everybody that was still over there got slaughtered, either in pogroms or the Holocaust. And so to just reduce the entire history of a state to a few catchphrases, that doesn't work with me. It doesn't sit well. Uh, and I think there's, right now there's a lot of Jews that are very concerned uh, about where things have gone. A lot of Jews, by the way, that do not support Netanyahu. I'm adamantly opposed to Netanyahu, what that government uh, has done. Um, and I recognize that what happened on October 7th was horrific. Uh, and we've got to find a way here at home to unify people, especially around these issues that and I said this earlier. We're not experts in. I'm not an expert in international relations or foreign diplomacy or military strategy or any of that. I'm a mayor. You know, we try to fill potholes. We try to put up more affordable housing. 
Uh, and so if we're going to get involved in something like this, let's just say, hey, we're for ceasefire, we're for peace, I'm for that. All right, let me be direct. Do you think this uh, resolution is directly anti-Semitic and you have concerns for any of the folks, any of the nine who voted in favor of this, if they may be anti-Semitic, those individuals specifically? My concern is that it fans the flames of anti-Semitism that I and a lot of other Jews in this city are experiencing. And whether that's, you know, stickers on all of the Jewish food in the grocery store, whether it's from Israel or not, uh, that says by buying this, you support genocide. Uh, I mean, that's me getting barred uh, from going into a business for little more reason than my ethnicity and a, and a position that I've taken. I mean, are we seriously at that point in time? We've had times throughout this country where people have been barred from going into places because of who they are or what they believe. And it's terrifying that we would be back there again. And if it were any other ethnicity or race or religion, I would hope we would condemn that kind of thing. My concern is that I haven't seen that kind of condemning uh, of these clearly racist or anti-Semitic acts if it's Jews that are the victims of them. The last thing, and I'll let you go, and I appreciate the uh, lengthy interview. Um, you, you've had your battles with city council, uh, the city council as a whole before, as members, as all mayors have. This is a more inexperienced city council, they're very uh, it's it's very early, but for folks who are Minneapolis residents or care about Minneapolis, should they be concerned about this relationship between you and the city council and whether the everyday important aspects of city government will they get done? Should they feel like there's such an adversarial relationship that this could be contentious on a fairly regular basis? As a mayor, you got to have both a short and a long memory at the same time. you got to be able to move on, and certainly I'm able to do that uh, with this issue and many others. The part that's frustrating, again, is that you know I put forward a proclamation today outlining uh, exactly what it is that I support. This is my own mayoral proclamation, also, by the way, calling for a ceasefire. That's where I am. My concern is that there are people externally that are pushing people internally at the city to not find common ground. So in other words, all right, we got a Jewish mayor that'll support a ceasefire. That's not, that doesn't happen often. You know, let's accept the unity, find ways to put out a statement where we can all come together, but rather there's this push to be the furthest to do, uh, to go further than any other city has in the country. And whether it's further to the left or further to the right, I don't think there should be this inherent push by anyone just to go further for the sake of going further. You know, you, you, you got to think things through. You got to also, by the way, we all need to be doing this. You got to have the courage to tell your own side what they don't want to hear. There are more than a few Jews that do not agree with me that we should have peace and a ceasefire. I respectfully disagree with them, and I can tell them that. 
But we need to have the others, you know, other people, whether you want to call it the far left or whatever, also telling their own side what they don't want to hear. That's what courage is more and more about. And I mean, I'm seeing this at the, the you know, the federal government, too. Mm-hmm. You know, on, on, on both sides of the aisle, I'm seeing this where there's this gravitational pull to the extreme. It's concerning. You know, we've got, I mean, this, this, what's happening right now in the Republican Party is comically ridiculous how all along you know, they supported additional border security, and then as soon as the Democrats say yes, well, suddenly they're against it. Come on, guys. Work together. Find unity. Don't make it about creating division where you can have cooperation. Uh, and this is just getting more and more concerning, you know. And so, look, I'm just a mayor. I'm a mayor. I'm, I'm not just a mayor. I'm proud to be a mayor. Uh, of the greatest city in the world. I love my job. Um, and at the same time, we as Minneapolis are operating in the context of what's happening globally. And there's quite a bit of concern that we're seeing around the world where these extremes are just pushing further and further and harder and harder. And people don't have the courage to just say, hang on a second. My goal, my object is not to be part of the majority. Uh, my object is not to fall to just be someone who's going along with what everybody else is saying. You know, my, my, my goal is to think independently, to think for myself, uh, to not just be part of group think. And it seems like people just want to hang out with yeah. the majority. There is a, a great deal of group think, and there is uh, too much reluctance to disagree with your colleagues instead of just agreeing constantly. And that's part of the reason why I think we're in the face in some of the problems we are. I appreciate the lengthy right. visit. We'll reach out again soon. Thanks so much. You got it. Thank you, Chad. The mayor of Minneapolis, Jacob Fry. Normally, uh, Jason is with us at one thirty-five on Thursdays. We're switching things around a little bit today. So Jason's with us next segment. We'll get his thoughts and I'll react to what uh, Jacob Fry had to say. You obviously can chime in. A lot of people chiming in right now. You can continue to do that. WCCO Radio's talk and text lines. Hopefully you know the number in case you don't. 651-461-9226 here on CCO. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Who isn't? Jason's here. Among the uh, texts coming in, Jason, reacting to the mayor of Minneapolis, trying to hide behind the shield of comedy after insulting the people who voted for him is ridiculous. Then to come on the radio and gaslight people saying they didn't understand his joke is what a bad person would do. Others saying, I love the guy. Lighten up. The losers need to lighten up. Uh, others saying if a Republican would have made that joke, Jacob Fry would have had a fit. You talked about it yesterday at the start of the show. You heard some of Jacob Fry yeah. and pointing out, I was joking, I was joking, maybe the delivery wasn't right. I mean, he's pointing out your attorney in the audience. I mean, uh, right. what did you think about uh, Jacob's explanation? 
So look, when I first read the quote, which is what most people have read, right? Like, did they really yes, hear it? Correct. No. When mm-hmm. I read yeah. the quote, I thought it was tasteless and foolish. And then at 3.20 yesterday, we played the audio. And I thought, wow, okay, lighten up. So I think this is a a beautiful social media phenomenon of Mm -hmm. this combination of people who already hate the mayor, who are just having a good time, right? Like, look what an idiot Jacob is. Mm -hmm. Curiously, it is people who spend most of their time calling other people names online who are pretending to be incensed with the mayor calling them a loser. Like, you know what? Get a life, people. You are losers. Like, ridiculous. Um, I do think, like, what it underscores, though, is how touchy and how much a part of people's personality they have made working from home. So I, I have been one to say the fight is over. Uh, those of us like you and me, Chad, who think our community is stronger when we have an active and vibrant workforce in the central business district, we've lost. Individuals mm-hmm. have decided at this yes. moment they want their free time, not commuting, flexibility in work. We can look at the reasons why people are that way. Some of it is the cost of daycare. Although I look, I'm like, don't you still need daycare? Like, is your yeah. three-year-old just running around the house while you're working? Like, it doesn't seem very believable to me. Then, then work ought to question what you're doing. Yeah. You know, so, can, can I stay? But the reality the is, like, part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it was a me, joke, don't you? That. Like, did he mean it? Yes, but I think he was joking. Yes, I mean that is. I'm trying to think of the politician right now, who. She or he could tell a joke about something they care about and people would get it as opposed to the mm. default of, well, yeah. I've always hated her. I've always hated him. Klobuchar has some of that ability. She's she's good telling jokes. Yeah. But she she's wouldn't say loser. Popular. Like, it's, yes. a gen- it's a little bit of a generational thing. I think part of the appeal – uh, politicians in sort of the Jacob Fry age range is that they talk like regular people instead of robots. And sometimes that's going to bite you in the butt. Now, if if Jacob Fry had come on your show and said, look, I was making a joke, but like a lot of jokes, there's a germ of how I really feel. And I mm-hmm. am passionate about people coming back to work. And I do think like if you're choosing Uh, And I'm not, you know, he's not talking about hybrid people. He's talking about the 35% of downtown workers who don't come back at all. Like they're Mm -hmm. celebrating 65% came back to work. And we'll have Adam Dunnick on our show from the downtown uh, council uh, at 435. They're celebrating 65%, which is progress. But I looked at that. I'm like, holy crap, 35% of people who were coming downtown. Are 0% coming down? You're like, wow, that's a lot. Well, and no matter the mayor, no matter the major city, you have to try to promote 
more people coming down. It is a requirement of your job. I, I, I think the two of us can reach the conclusion of what the maximums might be and either be dismayed by it or accepting of it or applauding it no matter where you stand. But mayors, they need more people. And absolutely, yeah. have I and did I at the time, uh, was I highly critical of him and, and what he did and didn't do during the riots? Absolutely. But are you telling me that every decision is still based on the ineptitude from Jacob Fry and Governor Walls that we're approaching four years. So you're not going to come down because how they failed at that point. Because, again, during the day, if you're telling me you're not coming to downtown Minneapolis because of safety concerns, you're lying to yourself because it is not a concern. And I will add again for the second time this hour, I'm doing this show remote right now. You actually are going to be in later today, but you have the technology at home. And because I asked you to come on earlier, you're doing it from remote and you'll be in the studio for the show. So our shows have flexibility. It's not a zero sum situation, but I do wish more people would come downtown, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And I think what I wish people would do is acknowledge that, there is a toll being paid on both sides of this equation. So if you are an individual working from home and you are asked to come back to work, yeah, there's a cost. You got to commute. You got to pay to park. You might have higher daycare expenses, lunch. Like, yes, there's a cost. I think workplaces, if they really want you to come back to work, should pay you more to come in person. Now, I do think the people who have made work from home their religion now could acknowledge that, you know what, like, yes, we are going to convert downtown to more of a neighborhood, but it's going to probably take 10 years. There's going to be a huge hole in our property tax collections. And yes, enormous. So so who's going to pay that? Probably homeowners. So there's a cost to that, too. There's a cost to the fact that our transit system is currently set up to sort of take people downtown. And so can we refashion? Yeah. Yeah. Can we refashion that to be more neighborhood to neighborhood or I don't know. I don't know. These are real problems that are a result of the shift. And I'm not saying there shouldn't be a shift. There is a shift and this is how it's going to be. But we also could acknowledge that it's not just about like boosting up the landlord fat cats or whatever. Like, there are actual societal costs. There are societal benefits. It's not easy. Um, but I do think, like, it's not helpful to keep playing the hits on this issue. You know what I mean? Nothing's going to change. People are pretty dumb. Uh, if if Fry doesn't have a picture of himself with a T-shirt or a nasty cat blanket and have that labeled <laughs> in the next couple hours on Twitter, yeah. then, his, then his folks are right. failing him. It's uh, 46 past uh, the hour of 12. More with Jason to Russia in moments on CCO. Yes. I mean, we got to go with it, Jason, right? If it's, if it's a show <laughs> it's based fine. on it's good. bumper music themes, Love loser. It. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This debate this should Rick's, be a topic uh, for me. Like, what other categories of losers do we have out there in the Twin Cities? Yeah. 
Yeah, maybe where we all qualify as losers. You know, sometimes the list is short, sometimes it's long. That's true. Yeah. All right, so we're a couple days away from the Super Bowl, and then the debate comes up. Do you want to go to a party? Do you want the atmosphere? Are you like, are you kidding me? I want to watch actually watch the game. I want to hear the commercials. If I'm at a party, I can't concentrate on either one. So an ideal Super Bowl Sunday for Jason DeRussia mm. is? Well, the fact that I can stay up through the end of it is very exciting for yeah. me. Sort of a relatively new phenomena. We are currently in that little bit of a debate where we're invited. A friend is going to like a friend of theirs Super Bowl party, and we are invited to that. I'm like, I don't know that I want to go to some rando's house for the Super Bowl. <laughs> How about this? I've got a I've got a bit for the show. On Friday, mm-hmm. who wants to invite me to their house <laughs> yeah. for the Super Bowl? You bring Matt, you video it, Cook yeah. has to come too. If we make and Cook then you come, regale no, everybody with stories yeah. Monday. Yeah. I think the other factor is like we have family here in town. So like that text came yesterday. What's everyone doing for the Super Bowl? And you're like, yeah. okay, like, do we have to go to that? Sort of, right? Like, can you tell your mother-in-law, like, we're just going to hang out at home? Kind of a jerk <laughs> move, right? So I don't know. I don't know what we've decided. Are we going to your family? What are we doing? No answer. Oh. No answer. Oh, Alyssa doesn't. She's got comment on it. She right said, now. I don't know. She's like, I have a real yeah. job. What are you doing in the yeah, closet? What are you doing? Go basement? to work. Why? Right. I think Fair. for me, the ideal is I'm around people and we have fun before the game. Mm, but yes. once the game starts, now I'm not I'm not talking silence like, you know, we're yes. at the Broadway theater. But we're, yeah. we're actually paying attention to the game, and we no, pay I'm attention to the commercials. You know, yes. so I want to. I want to be with people. I want to be with people, but I do want to be able to watch. Yeah. Now your producer's sending me a text, and he says he's out already. He's not going. <laughs> he's not going to the get together. Cook I is thought so he nice. Was... He's he's so nice at his <laughs> other job, and I don't know what the yes. deal is with with the job that actually pays him, but yeah. What can I tell you? I think he just reached the conclusion a long time ago. And maybe it was working with me. I don't know where it's like, I like you people, but I yeah. like you people in short doses. Right? I don't, I don't need to, to see you out of the confines <laughs> of the building. That's it. I, I've never worked with anyone who so directly is like, look, I enjoy uh, this time where I'm being paid to enjoy my time with you. And then, like everything else, no. No, thank you. I would occasionally say, hey, should we get together afterwards? And a lot of times, once I knew he would say no every time, this will shock you. I mentioned it every day. (laughs) Hey, what are we doing? You know, but I'm like, hey, should we get some food? No. I admire Mm -hmm. the honesty. It's like, instead of the fake, like, "Eh, you know, hey, why don't you send me a text? It's like, nope, it's not happening. You're like, all right. Okay. So you're at the party. I'm at the party. Yep. What snacks 
Mm. do you want at the Super Bowl party? In fact, text me right now, 651-461-9226. You're at a Super Bowl get-together. There's there's at least 10, let's say. What snacks must be there for Jason DeRosa? There has to be a queso of some sort. There has to be a guacamole. It's sort of a dip event, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I like a seven-layer. That's not a must, but I do like a seven-layer dip. Um, How about your toothpick meatballs? Do you want those? Not, no, not really. No. I don't really no, care for you're those. Done. Too sweet. You're di- like, no, thank yeah. you. Do you. Are you like Rena? Uh, you think about how they arrived here? Is that... <laughs> no. I'm, I mean, when I think about that stuff, I get, like, mildly aroused. Like, I love wow. uh, the pr- production. Masochist. Jeez. Just big fan of our farmers, our processors doing yes. doing the Lord's work. Yes. You ask me. Um, I thought you were going to say you know, like obvi- oysters. You know, o- ooh, oysters. <laughs> That's a little too fancy. Like you don't you don't yeah, want that. No, 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 no. Wings. I've, Where do you come down on wings? I was just going to say, overrated. I think wings are fine. I I think the phenomenon. Has is made them overrated. Like, yes. will I have them and enjoy them? Sure, but for some people, it's like if you don't have wings, I'm leaving. Get out of here. They're no. just okay. They're fine. I prefer yeah. so. Like, I like uh, first half grazing, and then a ha- halftime meal. Yeah, so, I like I like that. Yeah, like uh, you know, like uh, maybe an Italian beef style sandwich would be nice or like a pulled pork sandwich something like that like some kind of like all right now we're eating uh, among the texts top the tater with kettle chips mm, good really good yep. wings spinach we, dip. we always have top the tater spinach dip very good you got to make it old school though with a frozen spinach <laughs> and you wring out the yes. water and then you put in like the vegetable like the nor uh vegetable dip the dry like and that's how you make it. That's how that's how that's I make my spinach too. We have to go. I appreciate right. it and I'll uh, check yeah. you out later this afternoon. Jason. Thanks, Chad. On today, Billy Guerin, early next hour here on CCL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 